Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. What's up, you guys? I'm Andrea. And I'm Haley. And you're listening to Inhuman, a true crime podcast. Welcome back, friends. Um, today, I'm just going to, you know, dive right into the case, and I'm going to be covering a very, very, very sad case. It's a more recent case, and I think it's pretty well known in the true crime community. At least the name probably rings a bell for a lot of you. Yeah. But I'm going to be covering the case of Bianca Devins. On July 13th, 2019, Bianca Devins was looking forward to attending a concert in New York City. She had made plans to go see a gothic singer, Nicole Dollenganger, with a friend of hers, Brandon Clark. She was also excited because she had made plans to meet up with a guy she had recently met on Discord, Alex. So if you don't know what Discord is, it's just like a gaming messaging app from what I gather. Um, I don't do it. So I know that people use it for other purposes too, but. Yeah, it's basically like a messaging app where, and it's used for all different things, um, like different communities and stuff. And it's like a way for different communities to get together and discuss things. And each Discord has different, like, basically like chats. So you can be like, if you're talking about, say a specific game or whatever that you're like a video game there could be one that's like people who are on this level people who are in this mission or what I don't know anything about video games but like (laughs) it's basically like it can separate out like that and um I know a lot of people who are like celebrities will do have discords like Elise Myers I think has a discord like with her fans I'm not in it but yeah exactly where like she can chat with them um Okay. So, yeah, that's that's basically what it is. Neat. Okay. So, Bianca, on top of Discord, she also had a big, a pretty big presence on several other social media platforms like Instagram and 4chan. And she was part of the E-Kid community. She was known as the E-Girl, which, if you don't know, is basically a community of people who love gaming, anime, goth fashion, and music. And I'm sure there's like other things that they're interested in, but that's just kind of the general idea behind it. Yeah. It's like 2000 scene kids, but like now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Bianca lived in Utica, New York with her mother, Kimberly, and her younger sister, Olivia. Her parents unfortunately divorced when Bianca was younger and... Kimberly had custody of both her daughters and she eventually met another man and they had a daughter named Maddie. It's unclear. I think they did eventually get married. I'm not sure if they were married when they had their 
their daughter Maddie, but I think that they did eventually get married, but it was kind of unclear as to when that happened in Bianca's life. Okay. As a child, Bianca suffered from mental health issues. She had severe separation anxiety when she was a adolescent, like elementary school age child and she really felt the need to be with her mother at all times and she was briefly homeschooled because of this because she just couldn't bear the thought of not being at home with her mom and as she grew into her teenage years her mental health unfortunately worsened at the age of 13 she was diagnosed with severe anxiety borderline person personality disorder and depression but she sought out treatment for these issues and seemed to really be getting better and thriving. And once she got into the social media scene, she really started to come into her own. And it was as though she kind of found refuge in this online community, which I've heard like other people say too, because I mean, online you can be anybody, anybody you want to be. I mean, yeah, you know, you can be more accepted. Yeah. As her popularity grew online, so did the number of fans, particularly male fans, because she was a very beautiful young woman. She was very tall. She had like that model look, like very tall, very slim, kind of athletic build, I guess you could say. Um, And she was just very pretty. So these admirers are known in the e-kid community as orbiters. And orbiters are basically super fans who become obsessed with an influencer in their specific community. Okay. And Brandon Clark, from all appearances, seemed to be one of Bianca's orbiters. The two had met on Instagram a few months prior in April, and they got pretty close pretty fast. Brandon had met Bianca's mom, Kimberly. And she thought he seemed like a really nice kid. But Brandon was 21 and she didn't really want her 17-year-old daughter dating him. But Bianca wasn't really interested in Brandon anyway. So they just kind of had like a platonic friendship. Even though I think that Brandon wanted more, obviously. Bianca had recently graduated from T.R. Proctor High School in June, and she was making plans to attend Mohawk Valley Community College, where she planned to study psychology. Dealing with more than her fair share of mental health issues, she really wanted to help others cope with their own struggles, but unfortunately, Bianca would never get that opportunity. Oh, she just wanted to do good. I know. Like, she had her own issues, and... She knew how hard it was to deal with that. So she just wanted to, like, help other young people like her, you know? Yeah. So the night of the concert, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, Bianca had invited Brandon and the two of them rode together. And they met up with Alex once they got there. So Alex and Bianca allegedly were flirting throughout the night and they eventually ended up sharing a kiss okay. and after the show was over brandon and bianca left and rode back to utica and this is when things took a horrific turn in the early morning hours of july 14th 
Photos of Bianca began servicing on the Discord app. Viewers couldn't tell if the photos were real or if they were photoshopped, but there was one thing that they all could agree on. The photos were extremely disturbing. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Around 7 a.m., calls started coming into local law enforcement about the photos, and soon after... Brandon Clark made a call to 911 himself. Okay. And I'm going to play that 911 call for you now. It is disturbing. So if you do not like listening to 911 calls, I would recommend fast forwarding. Um, there's going to be a, uh, there's a murder suicide. Okay. On Post Street, you said? The end of Post Street, yes. Okay. Um, in the post street. Okay, what's your name? Uh, my name is Brandon. Um, the victim is Bianca Michelle Devins. Wow, that is so... Wow. Yeah. When Utica police arrived on scene around 7.20 a.m., they found Brandon lying next to his black SUV. And when Brandon saw the police approaching, it's alleged that he pulled a knife out slit his own throat, took a selfie, and posted the picture of his neck pouring blood to Instagram. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, no words. In, in that instant, he was like, I, I'm doing this. Like, I'm killing yeah. myself, and I'm going to let the whole world see it. Yeah. Wow. That's... <sighs> Ugh. He told police that he had killed his girlfriend and that he was going to kill himself too. And he was draped over this green tarp. And police soon discovered that Bianca's body was lying underneath that green tarp. Oh. And the photos that were being reported and circulating online were very, very graphic photos of Bianca's deceased body. Yeah. And I, I did see some of them. I didn't look at all of them, but I did see some of them because they are still out there and they are very, very disturbing. Some of the captions that Brandon had posted along with these pictures read, quote, sorry, fuckers, you're going to have to find someone else to orbit and oh my God. subscribe to PewDiePie. 
which PewDiePie is a really well-known, um, I think he's Swedish yeah. uh, YouTuber. And evidently this quote was a nod to another horrific murder. It was a mass murder that occurred in New Zealand at Christchurch in March earlier that same year. Huh. And from what I read in in my sources, uh, this was documented with pictures and video and also put on Discord. So I'm sure he saw it since he had, you know, that presence on Discord. And it's that's just so fucked up to even bring that up during that time. Yeah, I I looked up like the social some of the social media stuff and um, thankfully most of it is censored. But I see the picture of on Snapchat of like the green tarp and his mm-hmm. hand is out covered in blood and the caption just says, I'm sorry, Bianca. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like He posted so many pictures. It's disgusting. It's absolutely yeah. disturbing. It's like Instagram, Snapchat, Discord. Discord. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So nearby where... Bianca's body was found. Police also discovered something spray-painted on the ground that read, May you never forget me. Okay. Along with sharing the photos online and calling police, Brandon also called several of his family members. According to police, after a brief struggle, Brandon was rushed to St. Elizabeth Hospital where he underwent surgery for his self-inflicted injuries. Upon further investigation of Bianca's body, they discovered that she had suffered extensive injuries to her neck. And basically, from the autopsy report, her neck was was slit so severely that she was nearly decapitated. Oh, my God. Though Brandon's injuries were severe, he survived his suicide attempt, of course, and he was interviewed by detectives that following Monday on July 15th. According to that police interview, Brandon claimed that he and Bianca had planned to go to a concert in New York City. They arrived around 7.30 p.m., and by 10 p.m., they had left the venue and proceeded back to Utica. It's believed then that an argument ensued at the venue that triggered the following conflict between the two. During the early morning hours of Sunday, July 14th, Bianca and Brandon arrived back to Utica and he parked near Post Street, which was the location Bianca's body would later be found. And evidently they, you know, the argument that they were having progressed until Brandon reached in the back of his back seat, grabbed a large black handled knife and used it to inflict the injury injury injuries oh my gosh that resulted in bianca's death wow after this horrific incident brandon then posted the pictures of bianca deceased and photos of himself cut and bloodied as well during the investigation it was revealed that police or to police that bianca's murder may have been premeditated Brandon had posted several things alluding to his own death and the possible death of Bianca prior to him murdering her. On Facebook, he had written, quote, I'm ending it today. I'm sorry to all the family and friends who wanted me to achieve. I love you all. 
Then on Instagram, he had written in one of his stories, here comes hell, it's redemption right, which evidently is like a song quote or something. Yeah. Investigators also discovered that Brandon had made several online searches on how to find the carotid artery, how to incapacitate or kill someone, and searches for choking and hanging. So that kind of, to me, sounds like premeditation. It's alleged that Brandon was considered an incel in their community, which basically stands for involuntary celibate. Incels are an online community of men who complain that social movements such as feminism have prevented them from finding a girlfriend. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, like, you know, guys who don't have game, I guess, or think they don't have game and can't get girls, they are blaming things such as feminism for why this is not happening. Yeah. Maybe get behind, get out from behind your computer screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's <Yeah>. a thought. <laughs> so prior to Bianca's murder, she had dealt with a lot of harassment online from incels, which is like, I mean, they really, I mean, people were really mean to her online. Like she definitely got harassed and bullied pretty severely, not by a lot of people. I mean, there was a lot of people who definitely enjoyed her content and things like that, but she definitely got, because she was a pretty girl. She yeah. got a lot of a lot of shit for that. Of course. Before her death, Bianca's Instagram had about 6,000 followers. After her death, her account gained over 100,000 100, followers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Other Instagram users tried to capitalize on Bianca's death to gain popularity by claiming they had photos of her body in hopes people would follow them, mm-hmm. which is so incredibly sick and so incredibly fucked up. And Mm -hmm. anyone who did that should be fucking ashamed of themselves. However, other users online rallied behind Bianca and her family, posting, quote, don't use her death for clout. Yeah. But unfortunately, due to the oversharing of Bianca's murder on many social media platforms, misinformation began to spread. Of course. More disturbingly, several users of the platform on Instagram stated that when they reported the images of Bianca, the reports were rejected for not violating Instagram's terms. What? Yeah. Which, I believe it. I've had many issues with Instagram, TikTok, all those different apps, and some of the stuff that they delete and some of the stuff that they allow is mind-blowing. Yeah, it really is. Like, the. Oh, I could go into a whole <laughs> rant about that. Yeah. But yeah, like, I've had TikTok videos where literally all I say is there is a missing child. Here's the information that is known publicly on the internet that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with anything other than where the child's missing from. And they're like removed for child endangerment. And then you see, like, 16-year-old girls dancing in bikinis and it's fine and has millions of likes. Mm-hmm. Like it's yep. ridiculous. So yeah, I guess that doesn't really surprise me, but wow. Yeah, it's not surprising. So despite the grotesque amount of people capitalizing on Bianca's death to gain more followers, others went to war for her. Many accounts have sprung up to flood the tags being used to share the graphic photos of Bianca 
by sharing instead tens of thousands of pastel-colored cloudscapes, flowers, hearts, and photographs of cute animals in honor of Bianca, Mm. which I think is amazing. (laughs) Instagram and Facebook, at the least, (laughs) removed Brandon's account and attempted to stop the spread of the horribly gruesome photos of Bianca. Okay, well... Facebook claimed to have added images of Bianca's murder to a digital fingerprint database and blacklisted the hashtag YesJuliet, which was the Discord server that Brandon had used to share the photos of Bianca. So they claimed that that was all shut down. Okay. But like I said, I can attest that these images can still be found. And disgustingly, Bianca's family to this day is still being sent the photos of their loved one. Wow. Like, fucking stop doing that. That is so messed up. I don't know what people are accomplishing by doing that. Yeah. It's like when, like, people call to taunt or, like, it's Mm -hmm. like, what's the damn point? I don't know. They have nothing better to do with their lives. (sighs) Kimberly, with the help of former attorney and New York Congressman Anthony... Brindisi has called for social media companies to take better action regarding graphic content on their sites. Yes. Instagram reportedly promised to share the results of an audit requested by Congressman Brindisi by August of 2019, and they have yet to receive any results. And it's unclear if they have provided such documentation as of today. Wow. Congressman Brindisi has requested that the Federal Trade Commission investigate the case for full accountability. On Monday, July 15th of 2019, Brandon Clark was officially charged with the second degree murder of Bianca. Now, I do not understand (laughs) why he did not get first degree murder when it is so apparent that he planned to murder her. Yeah, I do not understand that. Me neither. And his trial began in February of 2020. Oh, right before the pandemic. I know. And it, it, of course, his sentencing got pushed back and pushed back. And I think it was like 2000. I think it was 2021 when he finally got sentenced. Okay. So Brandon pled guilty to his charges initially, but later tried to retract his guilty plea. But... This was denied because he had already oh, admitted good. his guilt. So, ha ha ha. <laughs> That's good because I feel like they like they always try to do that where they'll ad- like admit to it and then mm-hmm. be like, you know, like talk to a different lawyer and be like, wait, maybe I can, like, yep, you know, find my way out of this. And that's essentially what happened. He was like, oh, I didn't have proper counsel, and he got a new lawyer. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, stop. I'm glad that they rejected it. It's like, you were there, bro. Like. Yeah. You killed her. Stop. Yeah. You literally documented it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So during Brandon's trial, it was revealed that in addition addition to him taking photos of Bianca after killing her, he also filmed her murder. Oh, my God. Yeah. Prosecutor Sarah DeMeller stated during the trial that not only did Brandon research and plan Bianca's murder, he also recorded and posted the footage online. 
How can that in and of itself recording it not be premeditated? Thank you. Like you had to set up a camera, point it at what you were going to do. Mm -hmm. How is that not first degree? Your guess is as good as mine. I, it, wow. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. <sighs> maybe they struck some deal. I don't know. But nonetheless. Yeah, maybe. But she geez. was charged with, yeah, second degree murder. According to CNN.com, three members of Bianca's family read their very emotional impact statements during Brandon's trial, describing the void that Bianca's death, death has left in their lives. Kimberly, Bianca's mother, requested the judge sentence Brandon to prison for the rest of his life. Bianca's grandfather, Frank Williams, stated that they would be at every single parole hearing fighting for justice, continued justice for his beloved granddaughter. Hell yeah. And I watched a documentary on, um, I think it was the Paramount Plus, no... Oh, I can't remember which one it was. One of the streaming services. Yeah, it was It was some documentary show. It was just like, you know, a series of different cases each episode. And her grandfather talking about her, oh, it oh. literally ripped my heart out of my chest. It was so heartfelt and so sweet and so sad. Just so sad. Wow. During the sentencing, Brandon addressed Bianca's family telling them that he was sorry for what he did and that Bianca didn't deserve to die. Okay. He stated, quote, I hate myself for what I did to her. I don't understand how I could do something like that. It disgusts me. Hmm. Yeah, it disgusts everyone else too, fucker. (laughs) I have no words. Yeah. Her family, despite his pathetic apology, does not feel that his apology was sincere in the least. Yeah. And I think a lot of a lot of criminals say they're sorry when they're on oh, trial, yeah. hoping hoping that that will save them somehow. Yeah. Like hoping they'll get a lighter sentence because of it or something. But I feel like it usually ends up backfiring because you can tell when they're not being sincere. Yeah. And he just <laughs> him during the trial, just like Google the pictures. It's really comical. It's I, like I, I will. You're just like this pathetic, worthless worm of a person ugh <laughs> ew he yeah he's yeah he's worm, a worm of a person is a really good perfect way to right him. yeah yeah i love that <laughs> on march 15th 2021 judge michael dwyer sentenced brandon to 25 years to life hell yes he will however be eligible for parole once he serves that first 25 years but hopefully this is you know one of those cases where he won't get parole but like we've talked about this before he'll be he's like 20 what 24 when he went to prison Mm -hmm. so he'll be like 50 50 yeah he has you can still have a whole baby you can still i mean he can still live his whole entire fucking life yeah no no that's no sir no I will be at his prom. I'm just kidding. I would, I mean, though. yeah. And, if I could, and I would definitely would. it sucks because would. his family has to keep living with it. Or her family has to keep living with it. And Yeah. Like, and his family. And, yeah. That's just... Oh, it makes me so mad. Why was it not first degree? Why was... 
I know. <sighs> he should have just gotten life. He would have but... gotten life. Yeah, I guarantee he would have gotten life in prison if he got first degree murder. Yeah. Oh. So uh, speaking of his family, he has a brother. I think it's a half brother who um, was in the military when all this was transpiring. And oh, wow. He got so much harassment and hate for what oh. his brother did when he like was not even responsible for and he was his younger brother too like he got so he much no hate clue. online that yeah, sucks i know so according to court documents brandon had a deeply traumatic childhood his father reportedly abused his mother holding her hostage at knife point and was eventually sent to prison for this his mother also was arrested later on unrelated you know charges and Brandon was put into the foster care system. Okay. He struggled with mental health health issues throughout his teen and young adult years. But like we always say, plenty of people have shitty childhood shitty shitty childhoods and lives, but they don't go on to commit murder. And yeah. just because you had a shitty life does not give you a free pass to do something as terrible as this. Yeah. 100%. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. In a public statement, Bianca's family spoke about the kind of person she was, saying, quote, Bianca was a talented artist, a loving sister, daughter, and cousin, and a wonderful young girl taken from us all too soon. Bianca's smile brightened our lives. She will always be remembered as our princess. After her death, her family launched a scholarship fund in her name, the Bianca Michelle Devins Memorial Scholarship Fund, in the hope that others can fulfill her dream of helping adolescents with mental health issues. And that is the so sad and so tragic case of Bianca Devins. Wow, that is so heartbreaking and disgusting that oh, he just, he's just, he's a worm. I like that. Yeah. He's a worm. And yep. it just, it makes me so mad. And I feel so bad for Bianca's family. She just seems like such a wonderful human being. And, I think she really was. I mean, at the heart of it all, I think she was just a very sweet girl, a very, you know, had had lots of aspirations for her life. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, she was 17. Yeah. Just graduated from high school. She had so much life left to live, and he just ripped it away from her. Yeah. That's so sad. Allegedly, when he was in jail, um, like, between his him being arrested in his trial he like wrote a friend a letter basically playing out her murder like in a transcript and he also said that um allegedly that he killed bianca because if he couldn't have her no one could 
Oh, what a sick human being. Yeah. Wow. That's so sad. So I will be sharing this case, pictures of the beautiful Bianca on our Facebook and our Instagram. I know she really was. And she was like, she was getting like modeling gigs and she just had so much going for her. And it just infuriates me that this little pest of a person did what he did because he couldn't have her. Like that's not, that doesn't mean, there's somebody else out there for you, dude. I mean, now there's not. Now there's yeah. never going to be anyone for you, except yeah. for maybe Big John in cell block C. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, you've ruined it, you know? Yeah. It just infuriates me. And he he ruined her life. I mean, yeah. it just is so – and he ruined her family's lives. I mean, her poor her poor sisters still, like I yeah. said, get the, the see the pictures of her have nightmares they have ptsd like yeah this is not fair to this family oh so heartbreaking i know but that's all i have for you guys today everyone just take a moment to remember bianca think about her family her mom kim and her sister olivia and maddie and everyone else her grandfather everyone else who was affected by this horrible tragedy yeah but We will catch up with you guys on Monday. We hope you have a good weekend. Happy New Year. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. And keep it human. Bye, guys.